You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever episode of Modern Horrors After Hours. And I have to be completely honest, uh, this was not my idea. This was Amy's idea. So it's only uh, fair, I guess, that the first episode includes Amy from the Final Girls Horrorcast. So, Amy, how's it going? I'm doing well, Luke. How are you? I've been better, and I have a feeling, and I don't really know how this show is really going to roll. I guess we're kind of making the rules up as we go, um, but I really don't know any other way on how to start a show other than just to talk about uh, daily mundane shit that the average person may or may not care about, but I need to get my own personal troubles out there. So, Of course, let's do it. And I'm I think a you, therapist. I think you can relate to this one, actually. <laughs> oh, good. So I, uh, I get a call, a distress call from my girlfriend, Chrissy. Uh, Yesterday, not two days ago, I guess, saying that uh, she pulled up to the house and there's just water pouring out the side of the house. And she goes inside and turns out our pipes have burst from the cold weather. Oh, no. So I was pretty sure we could fix that on our own. I mean, how hard can fixing uh, bursted plumbing be? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I am not, in fact, a plumber. No. Uh, So it turns out we we, we did call a plumber and he was able to fix it pretty, pretty easily. Um, But it made me think of you and all of the house renovation shit you have going on and all the nightmares you've been uh, sharing with us on the group chat for so long. It's fucking terrible. It's so stressful. But we're so close to being done with one of the rooms. I mean, we still have more to do, but basically we've been we have we bought this house like three years ago. And we have, we've been living in it like it's a one-bedroom apartment, even though we have this whole house, because we're renovating most of it. So, this back room was this atrocious, like, 70s shag carpeting, popcorn ceiling, lava rock uh, Uh, fireplace room. And we're turning it into a bedroom bathroom suite with a walk-in closet. So, I've been living... It's going to be amazing. I've been living in this tiny little bedroom in <laughs> for three years, and I'm just, like, so excited. So we're putting in the <laughs> floors now, so I'm just, I can't wait. But, yeah, it's a nightmare. It's, like, every day there's a different obstacle, and, and it's so expensive. And but It's just a metaphor for it. life, really. <laughs> right. Every day is an obstacle. It's just expensive. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear your pipes burst. I wouldn't think that's something that typically happens down in Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does, obviously. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about on this uh, on this very first episode of Modern Horrors After Hours? Uh, you had the idea that, well, I guess we could explain like what the show is supposed to be, like what the concept of the entire show is. And that is sure. that uh, you thought it would be a good idea, and I agreed immediately, that what if we had these these mini podcasts once a month or so, that just covered shit that we would like, we don't really put ourselves in the position to talk about these kind of things in our own shows. So let's have different shows where we talk about these things. Uh, we talked about people maybe doing like gaming shows or uh, I think uh, David and Jake are going to do like sci-fi episode. Uh, yeah, like a round table even with just a bunch of people talking about one particular topic. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so just, I, I really wanted, because I know that you're not huge on, like, 80s horror, which is, <clears throat> sorry, phlegm from all my coffee. Um, <laughs> you're not huge on, like, 80s horror, which is my favorite, and uh, I just come to the realization that you haven't seen a lot of my favorite movies, no. and uh, it breaks my heart a little bit, so I'm really, like, excited to share some of my favorites with you, and so this is how you, uh, my thought process originally came up, is I was just like, I just want to get 
Luke to watch a bunch of movies he wouldn't watch on his own. Uh, and then basically I was like, well, and it'd be fun if like people just got to do whatever they wanted that, you know, doesn't necessarily go along with our typical format. It's just fun. It's good for the creative process. I mean, it's it, it gets a little bit boring doing the same thing every single week. I yeah. love my podcast and I love working with Carly, but it's fun to do different things every once in a while. I fucking hate Jacob, so <laughs> this is really nice for me. We all do. <laughs> uh, he's uh, the worst. Just so kidding. the the I guess the the kickoff here is uh it's, it's sort of a double edged sword for me because you're right I haven't seen what many people consider to be their favorite horror movies I just haven't seen it doesn't interest me or, or maybe I've seen them but I was like five so I, it doesn't really it doesn't mean anything to me at this point uh, as an sure. adult uh, so you thought it would be awesome to kick things off with the Dario Argento and Bava collaboration the 1985 flick Demons. Which yes. you love, apparently. Yes, Damani. Yes, Damani. Is that the the the? That's no- the Italian title. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm already getting showed it's up here. De- on, no, uh, you're cool right. Factor. You're right. <laughs> no, you're right. It's demons. I'm just like you know, some people know it by Damani. So, at what point, like, when in your life did you first see demons or Damani? Uh, Fuck it. Um, a couple years ago. Oh, so that was the uh, first time. It was a couple years ago. Yeah, I've I've recently got into like the Italian horror thing. It took me a while to get there. Why? But. Um, I just, I didn't know about it for a long time. I was really concentrating on American horror for a really long time. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not huge on, on international horror. I'm slowly making my way through a lot of it. Oh, okay. So, um, and a lot of the ones I'm watching are current films, not old. So, um, you know, I go by a lot of your guys' recommendations. I'm watching, uh, different foreign horror films. Uh, so it's more modern. So I'm slowly going back. I really am getting into the Italian horror thing right now. Um, so this is one that I thought is just really fun and campy and gory. And the special effects in this film are just so freaking phenomenal, uh, that it's worth a watch for any horror fan. I think. Yeah. So I went in uh, as blind as I could possibly be. Uh, so just, just knowing the other works of the, of the people involved in this movie, I kind of expected it a to be in Italian. I had no idea that this was an English language movie. It's uh, not. It's subbed. Oh, is that why the overdub seems yes. like such ass? Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, this like sound sounds of, fucking terrible. Yeah. Like most of Argento's films, they're subbed. Which is wait no no but like this was like their mouths moved like in the English yeah, I know they did it they did I mean they did a similar thing in Suspiria where sometimes they line yeah, up perfectly and it's and you're like is this in English or is it I don't know what's happening but these yeah, are the American thing. actors though right no no, no I don't think Natasha is a is an Italian name are we well, sure yes I am because Dario Argento's daughter is in this film is she named Natasha. No, she's named Fiore. You're out of your mind. This is not. Which means flower, by the way. Oh, well, that's wondering. gorgeous. It is. I have, to, I have to look this up now. Demons. <laughs> I promise you, not every Italian person has a specifically Italian name. Why do Yeah, they? but. I mean, a I Natasha know. can be Italian. It, it works. I don't know. It can't. Sure it can. <laughs> Why not? It has an A at the end. They like their vowels at the ends of things. Yeah, so it says languages spoken Italian slash English. Mm. You're out of your mind. This this well, is no, and this I is swear an English to God. movie. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay, 
Either way. And these, but you know what? Some I will say, I know when I was doing research on some of the other um, Italian language films I've done, um, that sometimes some characters will speak English and some characters will speak Italian. So it is possible. And I believe in Suspiria they did this. Uh, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I was doing my research on Suspiria, um, some of the characters or some of the actors who were American or English uh, spoke English, uh, the lines in English, and they dubbed over um and vice versa for each uh, version of the film. So that would make a lot more that, sense here. So that might be the case here where some of the actors were English speakers and they just spoke English and others were speaking Italian. Yeah. That, Cause like the one dude is like blonde hair, blue eyed dude. Yeah. I mean, that's totally possible. I, I couldn't find any information on that. I did a little research here, but I didn't find any information based on, on that. They don't have as much historical information as they do on movies like Suspiria, obviously, which is a little bit more popular. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Granted, the whole reason we're doing this is because I don't know shit about this stuff. Well, and I, I, I'm not a professional on it, um, but I uh, I just really wanted to to share this film with you because I just, it's gooey. You like the gooey, right? I mean, No, I, I really do. And yeah. that's why, uh, I mean, I expected A, for it to be in Italian, which I guess it, maybe it is. Uh, B, I thought it would just be boring as shit. Not that I dislike Suspiria or anything else. I just get bored by so many of these movies. Like they don't right. like the, the acting is just so bad and usually the effects are kind of bad too. And mm-hmm. like, it's, I don't know. It's just not great, but I know Argento is just a master of the craft and you can see a lot of his fingerprints on this one with the vibrant colors shining through. Sure. Uh, but for people that haven't seen it, uh, it is basically a movie about, people going to watch a movie and the shit that happens in the movie within the movie starts kind of happening in real life. Right. Yes. Which uh, the way I, I tried to approach this is I, I cause I, I don't want to look at these movies as like quote unquote classics. I want to look at these movies and, and imagine them like if they had come out today, like would I have liked this movie? Sure. Uh, and this one I, I think we'd be having, like, if we talked about this movie, if we talked about Demons in 2018, uh, I think we'd have a similar conversation that we have about a lot of movies, uh, which I yeah. think is kind of impressive. Like, the effects, like you said, are fucking fantastic, and they they're, don't they don't pull any punches. I mean, it gets really, really gnarly. No, they're um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is, I mean, it's great. Um, the acting is pretty bad throughout the whole thing. Maybe now yeah. I know some of that might be due to like a shitty English dub. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but the whole concept itself is just kind of goofy. It's all very meta, the movie within a movie and all that, but it's just kind of lame as well. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not as, as I found with a lot of Italian horror films, the stories are never quite, uh, perfect. There's the, there's definitely like lack of character development, oversimplifying of emotions and mm. uh, actions. Um, but usually, the gore and the special effects are so fantastic. Uh, the 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 cinematography, uh, the thought that goes into the color, and um, just the cinematography in general is usually just so insanely awesome that yeah. you can kind of give a shit about the rest of the stuff. Um, it's just so visually appealing and uh, disgusting and awesome all at the same time. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I for think... me, I was I felt similarly as you did uh, before I watched this film. As I was like, I mean, how bad could it be? Because I'd yeah. seen some Italian horror before, namely Suspiria, which a lot of people claim is really super gory, and it's it's really it has its moments for sure, but it's not anything not really. like this no. or like zombie or. Um, the other film I just did recently, I can't think of the name of it, uh, <laughs> Seven Gateways of Hell or, or whatever. It has like three different names. Um, I, I, tr- trust me, I wouldn't know. So you <laughs> could literally say anything. They're so gory. Um, but I I saw this one, I think, after Suspiria. And I was so surprised by how 80s and the special effects were just so fantastic that I was just like, wow, I need more of this. Um, this is like my favorite kind of thing. I am just really into like body horror and there's like such amazing like transition scenes between becoming going from human to demon that's just like i've never seen anything this good yeah i I think something that kind of caught me is what you mentioned before was the the cinematography and this is a movie that especially for the time in which it was made like in the late 80s i mean this isn't really filmed like 80s horror movies i mean there are some really wide shots in the city like some some things that you would see like in really mainstream movies of that time like this movie is kind of filmed like those uh and that is really really impressive uh, considering the subject matter of this one uh so i really like that one like you said really like the attention to color of course i liked all the ooey gooey bursting bubbles and fluorescent color <laughs> pus coming out like it's just nasty uh it's so good yeah but at the same time kind of silly uh but it's it's a late 80s fucking foreign horror movie and it's a, it's a lot of fun like you said the word fun and i didn't i didn't expect it to be a quote unquote fun movie now my question to you is do you think they knew that this was a quote unquote fun movie because uh, a lot of the movies that we watch these days like a mayhem or a belco experiment or a hatchet or something like that that's sort of tongue in cheek the actors are kind of in on it, and it's all kind of goofy. The presentation of demons uh, from the actors, from the story, from the way it's shot, it doesn't seem like any of them know that this is kind of just a goofy, fun movie. They're all taking the shit real very seriously. I think to an extent they knew. I think there was a lot of playfulness in the script. Um, you know, things like the blind man going to a movie... Um, and his girl translator, you know, making out with some dude right near him, uh, you know, things like that are very playful. The over oversimplification of like the pimp and the prostitute thing. Um, they're exaggerated for fun. I mean, that's really how I view it. I, I, they're obviously having fun with the script here. There's, I don't think they're taking it too seriously. I mean, how could you take a film too seriously where, there's a guy on a motorcycle in a movie theater with a sword killing demons. I mean, there's no way that they didn't know this was like extraordinarily playful and just fun. Um, I think so. I think that they knew that this was fun, uh, especially compared to some of Bava's other directorial films or, or Argento's other films yeah, that are sure. less playful. This is obviously way more playful than those films uh, that that we've seen. Um, so. I I do. I think that they're definitely they definitely knew it was playful. And I I think they did know that there was some silliness here on purpose. I mean, there's a scene where he's like scraping uh, cocaine off of a girl's chest and like cuts her breast with like a razor blade. I don't know. Yeah, that made my nipples feel weird. Like it made my nipples feel real weird. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's I mean, obviously it's playful and ridiculous and very 80s. I mean, we have Billy Idol in the soundtrack for well, that's that's another thing is uh i mean i don't know what licensing of music was like you know back in the late 80s 
But nowadays, that would cost a lot of money to get that song in your film. Um, so I wonder, like, how big of a budget this was because it, I mean, everything looks fucking through the roof. I have to imagine it was kind of an expensive movie for its time. I think with the names attached to it, they probably had a pretty, pretty decent budget. Yeah. They, they had some people with money behind this. Um, and we also have, like, I mean, Billy Idol was still coming out. We have Motley Crue also, yeah. and like Rick Sp- Rick Springfield also in the soundtrack, uh, along with a bunch of other totally radical '80s uh, bands. So, I mean, is this a movie that gets credit for that soundtrack? Like a lot of like uh, you know some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies get credit. Some of the Friday Thirteenth movies, like does Demons get put in that same conversation? Because I feel like this is a really strong soundtrack. Fuck, I think it should. Yeah. Um, have I personally heard of people talking about the Demon soundtrack? No. Yeah. Uh, should they be, though? Yes, they totally fucking should. And I, I just, I don't know that people talk about Demons as much as they should in general. Um, I've also heard great things about Demons 2. There are seven sequels to this film. No so. fucking way. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've, I haven't seen the sequels yet. Um, I, I really want to see the second one, which I believe is streaming on Shutter right now. Um. So I should be doing that soon. Huh. Um, well, maybe that's part two of our discussion. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it is. We uh, just watch so, all so, seven demon movies. So you were surprised. Did you enjoy uh, demons? Uh, I think enjoy is a good word. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. entertained. I didn't even start watching it until midnight. So it didn't wrap up a little after midnight. It didn't wrap up until right around 2 a.m. So I was getting pretty tired towards the end of the movie. And there were some things uh, that I really liked. I've mentioned a lot of them already. Uh some things that I didn't care for too much. Like I don't, I already mentioned, I don't really love the movie within a movie stuff. Um, I feel like we wasted a lot of time in some spots. Like there are literally moments where like you mentioned the blind guy, like his, his, his sight scene person is like, we spend minutes of her describing what is happening on scene that we can see. Like it's a waste of time. Uh, there's also like pretty much a fucking music video. Like whenever they all get like in the theater and seated, like there's four yeah. minutes of music and just panning around the theater, looking at these different characters. Like it's a huge fucking time sink. That's such an eighties thing though. Like yeah. that, that, that's, that's a thing you see in a lot of eighties movies. Like movie theaters were such a big fucking deal in the eighties. Like most 80, 80s movies I can think of have a movie theater in them uh, at some point or another. It's like, why not just have an entire horror film take place in a movie theater? It's pretty fucking awesome. Um, I bet in the eighties that was like super cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and I get it. And especially when we're, we're sitting here praising the soundtrack and if they take, three or four minutes to showcase that a little bit more in this movie theater montage. I mean, I guess that's fine. Um, there, there's some other stuff though. Uh, the, I thought the mouth scene, like with the teeth stuff, oh, uh, I so thought, cool. I mean, that like made me like snarl up my mouth a bit. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And it just goes on for so long. Yeah. I found a, uh, a clip on YouTube actually, um, that showed how that worked. Um, and I can maybe post the clip in the show notes. That would be awesome. Yeah. Cause it's so cool. It's like, it's like a robotic head and they have like gears on the inside of the head that push the, the demon teeth out. Cause it looks like her face. It does. Really good job. Yeah. yeah. And there, there are some other like, uh, head mold stuff that didn't look so good, but it's going to be miles above any kind of like today. What shitty CGI would be like bad. Practical is better than shitty CG any day. Well, and most of the practical effects in this are pretty fucking awesome. Oh, beautiful! Like, there's, yeah. there's definitely, there's definitely some like weird cheesiness, uh, because it's eighties. But yeah, uh, I, I really think like, uh, Sergio Stavaletti is, yeah. uh, is the effects, uh, genius here. And uh, yeah, I, he also did Demons too. So oh, sweet. To look forward for there. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so, I mean, w- while some of them were cheesy, I mean, I think it was very much, uh, when they did get cheesy, I think if, well, we talked about it being self-aware and playful, like, I think that kind of ties into it a little bit. Um, uh, towards the end of the movie, and I, d- I don't think it was because I was just getting kind of tired at that point, but towards the end of the movie, I thought things kind of took a really heavy turn for the um, for the more silly, I guess. Like, we borderline change into, like, a Nickelodeon movie at some point with the, I mean, a really grotesque and violent Nickelodeon movie, but, like, just kind of cheesy, glowing eyes, you know, type yeah. shit going on that I, I didn't really care for. Yeah, there's stuff, well, the demons have glowy eyes, yeah. But, yeah, I guess I, I could see that. But it also turns into Rambo for a really short period of time. <laughs> well, that part's kind of cool. Our, our, our main character suddenly doesn't have sleeves on his shirt and, uh, <laughs> and has a sword on a motorcycle and some sort of like device that helps him get to the roof. Yeah, uh, I mean that like, that scene of him driving his the motorcycle over the fucking chairs. I was like, "Are you kidding?" Like, frankly, I don't even know how they filmed it. Like that, it looks so absurd. Yeah, and this was a lot of this film was filmed in an actual movie theater. I wonder if they actually had a motorcycle in there driving around. I mean, it looks like it. Does it not? <laughs> I mean, it looks- <laughs> maybe I don't know if they did like a a soundstage for some of that stuff or not, but. Uh, I, I will say there are some other moments like a lot of people shit on newer horror movies just because like, people make such dumb decisions and blah, blah, blah. Some really fucking stupid decisions in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Mostly made by women, by the way. Like the women in this movie are absolutely fucking stupid and worthless. Good it's call terrible. there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's really it's really one of the things that bother me the most until like we get um, our main character at the end uh, hurting the guy in the mask that's being a dick. Uh, I mean, up until that point, everyone's just like, oh, save me, you know, yeah. running around and and being fucking worthless. So and and dudes just like totally taking charge and telling everyone what to do. I mean, there's a lot of that, but that's uh, interesting. I never really thought of it that way, because uh, these these days, I mean, pretty much every single horror movie is going to have something to do with a strong, you know, final girl, so that the powerful yeah. woman that can take care of everything, not just herself, but save totally. those around her. Um, sure. This movie does not follow that at all. You're very, you're no. very, I didn't really think about it until just now, but yeah, dudes <laughs> are the heroes in this movie. Yeah, I got the pimp kind of running the show at first, and, yeah. and then we got, uh, you know, Ken uh, at the end, or not Ken, whatever that other dude's name is, uh, just really Ramboing it up and making, suddenly he's a fucking genius and knows how to do all these <laughs> things and has all these rippling muscles, and before he's just seemed like some sort of, like, nerdy guy. Um I don't know. It's just it's just really funny. I I didn't have a problem with it because it's like a silly '80s movie. Uh, you know, there's there's some race shit in here too. That's kind of like not cool. But yeah. you know, it's 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 part of it, and it's just because it's so campy and like silly. It's I don't know. For me, it's easy to overlook that shit. I don't get offended, but I do look at the girls and be like, "Come on, fucking do something!" Like <laughs> well, running around I, and being a big baby about everything. I, I think it's interesting to because you say like, "Hey, well, it was kind of silly and it was kind of campy and it." Had some of this racial stuff and some of the sexist stuff uh but it's an it's an 80s, 80s movie so i kind of let it slide yeah. like yeah. i i get that i think that's totally fair uh but i wish people or at least more people would show that same kind of respect to modern movies now i understand some of the sexist and the racist stuff doesn't really fly anytime now um but like the illogical decisions and uh you know campy shit from time to time like a lot of times that's what people like, oh, this movie was so fucking stupid. Three stars out of ten. Uh, whenever a movie like this, just because it came out 30, 40 years ago, people let it slide. Like, ah, it's fine. 
Well, it definitely still bugs me. That's fair, <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying like I'm letting it slide. Like it doesn't make the film better in any way, shape, or form for me. If anything, yeah. it makes it more annoying to watch. But um, I also like if it was a really serious film, I think I would have a harder time with it. Um, but in horror films, when they're silly and goofy, I think they can get away with some stereotypes because they're almost making fun of shit. You know what I mean? Um, and that's kind of the feeling I got from it, that it's just like, I, it, it's not taking itself too seriously. And I think it's it's kind of playing with gender and, and racial stereotypes a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I'm not excusing it. I think that, you know, maybe it was a little over the top, but... I don't know. I you know, it's it's so hard to talk about any of that shit anymore. Um because not here. We 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 are king and queen well, here. We <laughs> Well <laughs> I I'm like super liberal and really care about these types of things. Um and I'm sensitive to these types of things. Um but it's like And that's totally cool. Know. Like you you have I mean, you just did one here. Uh, but even in group chat, like you, you've said some things about movies. I mean, I'm a dude, I, and I, I don't understand some things like that. And I know a lot of dudes are quick to be like, "Oh, well, that's not sexist, or that's not so and so, or that shouldn't be insensitive, or that's not something." I don't fucking know. I'm not a chick. I have no idea what is like sexually insensitive. Like, I, I just don't know. So whenever you drop some stuff in Slack, uh, the group chat from time to time, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like she, and I don't agree every time, but sometimes I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like she has a really solid point here and this is one of those situations here thank you i and here's the thing i think just noticing it and paying attention to it is enough i i don't you know what i mean i don't think we have to throw our hands up and say this is a horrible movie um but i do think it's important to point out that there's horrible racial stereotypes happening here like we have the the black woman in the theater causing a ruckus and she's yeah. basically she's basically the downfall of society by putting on that mask because she can't control herself she has to be so crazy yeah. and you know the black guy cool. has to be a pimp like, <laughs> you know yeah. i mean yeah i mean that's not cool um but we're pointing it out we're saying that's not cool it's the 80s um, does that make this whole film shit? Uh, I mean, that's up to you to decide. I, I personally love this film, uh, but I do notice those things and those things do bother me. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it makes it shit at all. And it's kind of like whenever you have like a relative, like an uncle or maybe your dad or a mom or whatever, someone just from another generation who says <laughs> some kind of racist shit, but like, they're just from that time. So they don't really see it as being kind of racist shit, but it is, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you just got to, like, point at it, make a make a note about it, say that's not cool, and move on. I mean, it, it, what else are you going to do? Just never watch any old movies ever again? <laughs> right, right. It, <laughs> I mean, for I me, that'd be fine. <laughs> um, but if anything, it's, it's a textual shifter. It helps you to view a film in a different way that it's never been viewed before in, the, in, in its history. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting play to watch old films in, in a new light um, and to have discussions like this. So how many times have you seen this one? Uh, I want to say like three or four times. Okay. I mean, this obviously was my first time. I admittedly had a lot of fun with it. I'm not sure it's a movie that I'll ever watch again for any reason. Sure. Uh, but for those that haven't seen it, uh, I, I think it's worth it. I think, uh, was this one, at least at one point, it was streaming on Shudder, right? 
Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I think it's going to be kind of tough. I was trying to get it, just like to buy it on iTunes last night, and I, I couldn't. Uh, it, like, it's not available in the U.S. store to purchase, uh, which is just, just crazy. Oh, it's on Amazon. You can uh, rent it on Amazon for $3. Yep, that's, that's where actually where I ended up getting it. I was just oh, okay. shocked that it was you know not on iTunes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's something, like, if you want to be informed, I mean, I think this is a movie, especially when you talk about Argento and Bava, like, this is a movie, so I don't know their entire filmographies, of course, but like of what I know of those directors, this is wildly different than anything they've done before. And I think it's worth a watch sure. for that alone. Yeah, it's just a good time. I mean, if you're looking for gore, this is this is where to go. The special effects, like we've said multiple times, are just you know, really, really fantastic, especially if you're like me and you love 80s gore, which is, I think, basically every movie I'm going to make you watch, Luke, is just going to be some of my favorite 80s gore. Oh, I am so down for that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is awesome. <laughs> like, the old movies that Jacob likes are fucking boring, so like, I, I don't want to watch any of that shit, but like, if we can get like old school, like just gore, like the shit that inspired the shit that I like today, like I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, on my podcast, we do uh, Let's Make a Monster, yeah. which is basically basically me just trying to find f- horror films that my friends who hate horror movies would like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to do a similar thing here where I'm going to find old films that I think that you would like. I mean, it's, it's pointless to show someone a film that you love um, that you know that they won't like. It's not going to yeah. it's not going to help prove your point at all. You got to try to ease them in with things that that they find enjoyable. Um, so I'll try and do that for you. Well, something that I I wish we saw more of in modern horror, which of course is what we cover, um, mm-hmm. it, is the level of gratuity in the effects in, in, in Demons. Like, you don't see that very mm-hmm. often. I've had multiple conversations with multiple indie filmmakers over the last couple of weeks uh, just ab- about that in general. Like, why is no one really really pressing those buttons anymore like you we, we see some stuff like terrifier from time to time stuff like headless where people are really pressing buttons uh and there's no doubt like the cinematography of the modern horror genre has come just leaps and bounds usually and, and fucks up everything from the past but we just aren't getting that same goofy gooey violent type of shit anymore and i wish we were yeah, I mean, I could always do for more, like, 80s-style gore. It's just, there's nothing like it. I think we got kind of close with the Evil Dead remake. I think they did That's a true. good job with that. That one was very gory and, and really well done. Um, but, yeah, there's not a ton of, like, new horror that's doing this kind of thing. And and practical effects are just so important. Um for this style that maybe people are kind of shying away from it because it's more expensive and you know, it's easier just to throw, throw it through a computer and do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I mean, I've heard uh, again, I've had these conversations with producers as well and they're like, Oh yeah, just fucking it. It it costs nothing. And most people don't notice. Uh, I think that's horseshit. I think everybody notices. And I think everyone cares, (laughs) even if they don't know why it looks like shit, like that CGI Mm -hmm. versus practical, even if they don't know that they know it doesn't look good. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of a bullshit argument. The, uh, evil dead remake was cool. I I just wish that the the specific type of violence that you see in demons where it's kind of fun, but also really, really gross. Like I, I just wish we could have more of that. We've we've got stuff like Kuso that's really gross, but it's not exactly, it's not even like horror gross. It's just like gross, gross, you know, this, this, (laughs) this was like killing people. Kuso, you're not really killing people. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, the thing I also to mention about this film is that 
it's like if demons were zombies. Like, it's it's very much like a zombie film, but with demons. Because a lot of times in films with demons, they are, like, talking and That's true. Um, being shifty. In this film, they basically act like zombies that are very nimble and uh, look look like demons. Um, I mean, they're smart too, though. I mean, yeah, there are some are. like uh, some some traps that they set, uh, especially like with the the two people making out with the, from the blind sure. guy. Uh, they're they're smart, so I mean, I, I appreciated that. Where zombies are usually just fucking morons. Uh, so that's true. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I dug that. Yeah, they, but you're not wrong. There's very much this like impending wave of doom coming after them, and they're barricading doors, much like you would see in a in a zombie movie. Yeah, and you get scratched, and then you become a demon, and it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just very. Yeah, it's very like it's like between demon and zombie film, um, which is kind of it's different than what what you would usually see because usually demons are demons and zombies are zombies. This kind of meshes them too a little. I wonder why we don't get more because we obviously get just overrun with fucking zombie movies these days. I wonder why we don't get more like demon movies. I think that's a lot cooler. I agree. I'm I'm more about demons than zombies always. Because demons are demons are scarier to me than zombies. Like zombies are dumb. You can you can outsmart a zombie, but like you said, it's harder to outsmart a demon, especially because like they can get in your head and and you can, there's a lot more possibilities with with demon. Did you demon watch monsters. Uh, Exeter? Like E X E T E R? No, but I've I've seen it streaming somewhere. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix for a while. Uh, I think it's directed by the dude that did the. Friday the 13th remake, maybe? I might be wrong there. Marcus Nispiel mm-hmm. or some shit. Either way, mm-hmm. not a great movie, but like one of the only demon movies that I can recall like in modern horror that is halfway decent, uh, other than you know Evil Dead remake. But yeah, I wish that was something we could get more of. You said there's a, a ton of sequels to this Demons franchise. Uh, yeah. How? When did the most recent installment come out? Like, Are they still making these? I don't know, dude. That's a great question. I could look it up. Yeah, let's I just check that saw out. that there was there was like seven of them, which is uh, you know totally. I mean, I think that would be kind of cool. <laughs> like if someone, even some unknown like filmmaker in Italy, is still just bumping out these fucking low rent you know demons movies. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I I really am not. I'm not sure. Let me look. A little bit of Google foo going on. I know. Let me see. Hang on, my thing's far away from me. <laughs> I see Demons 2 here. Yeah, and, and while you're searching, I mean, I guess I'll say that, like, the, the the ending of this one was kind of abrupt and, like, really? As well. Uh, definitely leaves the door open for a sequel. I'm not, I didn't see six more coming, but, yeah, uh, definitely some sequel bait on the end of this one. You know, I've only heard of two, and just looking on IMDb, I can't find seven. That's just what, um... That's what I got from Wikipedia. So I don't know if Wikipedia is wrong or if it's just not showing somewhere or maybe they're called something different. Um, I'm, I'm unfortunately don't have that information. Sorry. Oh, no worries. No worries. But yeah, you know, um, it does set itself up for a sequel and there's very much an apocalyptic ending here when everything's super normal, when everyone goes into the theater, when they come out, all hell's broken loose, literally. So, uh, it's interesting. Definitely interesting. Uh, did you see the very end? Because they start credits, and then there's further uh, filming after that. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. So so at the very end, when they get in the Jeep with the family, yeah. um, they're driving away. And that's that's what you saw? That was the end you saw? Yeah, it is. Okay. So the girl... Like maybe we can find uh, another place to settle down or some shit like that. 
Yeah, so the girl, uh, our main character, uh, notices uh, after some of the credits roll that she has a cut on her neck. And then she turns into a demon and they shoot her and she falls oh, out of the shit. car. Oh, shit. So, yeah, because you can only have one leading lady and now there's a blonde chick. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, so I'm doing a little bit of reading here on the Demons franchise. Mm. And apparently there was talk last year uh, from Bava, from the, from the whole crew of this one saying that they were going to get back together. It looks like there were only two movies, uh, just the first one and the second one, but they were going to get oh. back together and potentially remake the first movie uh, with the same crew uh, in 3D. Uh, oh, which, my God, that would be amazing. I'm not usually a fan of like 3D movies. I like roll my eyes every time, but I think that could be kind of badass. This would be so much fun in 3D. I agree. Come on. It, it, just think of all like, oh, well, maybe you don't know, but just think of all like the 80s horror movies that were in 3D and how fucking stellar they are. Yeah, I think like, it'd be perfect. Would, it would be so perfect. And right now, like 80s nostalgia is so fucking hot. Like if you put out yeah. like a movie remade, hopefully they would keep the 80s time frame because I don't think it works otherwise. Uh, but like really remake it, put it in 3D uh, and cash it on that nostalgia factor right now. Ooh. And have some gnarly effects on top of it. That would be really really cool I, I would love to see that I'm, I'm so into it yeah i think I, I'm, I'm with you on the on the 3d thing where like in newer films when it's 3d i'm like meh but i think because it's so like because of the practical effects and the 80s-ness of it it would just be more nostalgia fun campiness um i'd be into it i i apologize again but the demon there's not seven of them. Oh, who fucking cares? Fucking look, liar. Look, if you well, no, if, I'm just saying. Like I stated that like three times on like, oh, <laughs> fucking Wikipedia. The no facts matter. are not important on this network. Yeah. Like, it doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> totally not. Yeah. So, um, what else? Well, what, I mean, we're we're at the 38 minute mark here. What else do we have to say about demons? Yeah, I mean, there's not there's no real rules here, right? We can no, I mean, whatever, we're making but, them up. Uh, I did have, <laughs> I did have one more thing I wanted to mention along with that zombie, uh, the zombie parallel I was mentioning is that, do you notice in the helicopter, you've seen Night of the Living Dead, right? Oh my God, I completely fucking forgot about the helicopter. What the fuck so, happened there? <laughs> the helicopter falls out of the sky because there's an apocalypse. What the so, fuck? You know, one of the guys turned into a, a demon, I guess, and they fell and died. Um, but so they fell into the movie theater, right? That's how they were able to get out. And uh, but they, they turn the helicopter on and start chopping up the demons which that come close to it. Kind of cool, yeah. which is which is very reminiscent of Night Night of the Living Dead. Kind of just adding to that sure. zombie parallel that I yeah. mentioned. That is. I mean, we have the motorcycles, the the, the sword. The, the hookers, the cocaine, just gore everywhere. Like, who doesn't want to watch this movie? Yeah, I mean, if you put, like, a like a buzzword chart together for demons, and you said, like, hooker, pimps, cocaine, sword, motorcycle, helicopter, like... Nipples. Nipples. Yeah, if you put all that shit together in, like, a, a, a word cluster, who's not going to want to watch that? Everyone should watch it. I agree. I agree. It's so much fun. Uh, so I feel like first episode covering demons. Uh, I think you've you've at least converted me. I'm not going to sit here and say that this is like an awesome movie, but I am going to sit here and say this is a really fun movie, and it's way way more fun than I expected it to be, or that I even knew was possible uh, back then. I mean, I don't think. Again, I haven't seen a lot of these movies, and you're going to put a lot of more of them on my radar. But like this one. I think this one earned uh, a thumbs up from me. It was it was fun. Woohoo! Yay! I'm stoked. I'm stoked that you enjoyed it. It makes me happy. Awesome. 
So we're going to go ahead and get this fella. I mean, I know we're going to upload it to the Modern Horrors Patreon. You're going to upload it to the Final Girls Patreon. Uh, yep. But I, I definitely recommend anyone that's listening that that has a movie. Maybe maybe you guys can find a movie that neither Amy or myself have seen, perhaps. Like, who knows? Uh, that's supposed to be a classic. You're saying you're just now getting into the foreign horror thing. I, uh, I've... Sure. I've been way into it, but not in old shit. So maybe, maybe we can be surprised uh, together next time. I'm into it. I'm into it. Cool. Well, thanks so much. Uh, we are going to wrap this one up this time. I uh, want to thank every single person that has donated to either the Modern Horrors Patreon or to the Final Girls Horrorcast Patreon. Uh, that shit means the absolute world to us. And if you're listening to this episode right now, it means that you are one of those people. So thank you so very much. Every single dollar matters way more than you can possibly imagine so thank you yes thank you thank you guys we love you all right and until uh i don't know do we i know we have a, a tentative schedule for these do we know who's who's up for next month uh i want to say it's the sci-fi one that's coming up next with uh, it actually Jacob. might be let me jump into the slack be. uh channel for this real fast yeah. So I know you had a tentative schedule you made out. You know, yeah, it's it's tentative because it's just kind of we're just having fun with it. It's not really uh, structured at all. I hope to get like a sound or some kind of music for this segment eventually. Oh, that would be cool. I have a couple friends that are are maybe gonna maybe gonna help me out with that. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. All right, so uh, recommendations are willing. Thank you all so very much for joining episode one of Modern Horrors After Hours, and uh, we hope to uh, for, for, well, we hope that you'll be listening to us next time. Yeah. Thank you. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs>